With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help. I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. How do you play? How do you work? When you're not at your best, Coach Cal and I'll share some wisdom from our time coaching and we'll apply that wisdom to your off court challenges. You got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24 hour NBA news, this news you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime. Boom shakalaka. This league uncut is underway and on fire. This should be a good one. All right, friends, it's time. As promised, our special guest this week. In one more week, you will have to address him as a Hall of Famer on all first references. But he joins us now from a top secret location, cannot be revealed, far, far away from his spiritual home in Dallas. Is this audience ready for a good 10, 12 minutes with almost a Hall of Famer, Dirk Werner Nowitzki? Wow, you are actually on the show. This is really happening. This is big. This is big. I'm excited. Uh, for the new show, I uh, can't wait to listen in. But uh, like you said, I'm still overseas and I'm working my way home uh, so I can get ready for Springfield. I'm excited. I mean, it's crazy. Jersey retirement, international jersey retirement, statue unveiling. I think there was a street named after you in there somewhere. And now, like you said, all you have to say in basketball is the word Springfield. Everyone in the game knows what that means, but. Has it sunk in yet? Are you ready for this? I mean, as ready as I can get, I guess. I'm super excited. Obviously, a little anxious already. Uh, I think it's going to be a super cool, fun couple of days. We have, I have family and friends coming from all over the world. Um, so, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm already a little nervous. Obviously, I'm not a great speaker and, and holding a, a big speech there. And then just the whole hoopla there and you know uh, the limelight is not really my thing so it's uh it's gonna be a little bit uncomfortable at times but i'm gonna i'm gonna just try to really enjoy it and, and enjoy it. my family and my kids are now old enough to really understand what's happening and so uh i'm looking forward to a to a great time and and like you said all this stuff all the honorings and the street naming and all that uh people are now like gee we gotta celebrate you again like when when is this over, uh, this, uh, this retirement tour? And I would say this, to me, the Hall of Fame is like the absolute tip of the iceberg. And it's the coolest thing. And it's an honor to be there. And, and sort of, I think things will sort of, for me at least, slow down after that. 
but it's been literally one thing after the next, and I'm uh, I'm extremely proud of all these things. So you're going to have Steve Nash and Jason Kidd there with you on stage, and the way presenters work for the Hall of Fame, for people who don't know, you have to be a Hall of Famer to be eligible as a presenter. You knew those guys were going to say yes when you asked them, but what was it like to actually, you know, are you nervous asking them, hey, guys, will you come up there with me? Because it's also weird for the presenters. They don't get to say anything. They just they just sit on a stool. Yeah. Up. <laughs> they just sit there, yeah. Uh, you know, you know me. I wasn't. I, I wasn't doing it all formal. I wasn't. Hey, hey Stephen, do you mind? Uh, do you, so I, I just kind of threw it out. And when we talked about Hall of Fame and and same with Jay Kidd, you know, obviously they're they're not only teammates of mine. They're really, really good friends and friends for life. And so, you know, it was sort of informal. I kind of threw it out. Hey, I'd love for you guys, or for love, would love for you to be up there with me and. And they both were kind of no brainer, obviously, and uh, and so they're they're looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to seeing them, seeing their families, and uh, and and just spending an incredible three four days up in uh, up in Springfield. You know, I always say this when people ask me about the early days, and you know, you and Steve both had a rough first year in Dallas, which was a long, long time ago, but. Having been there, I'm certainly not going to forget it. When you think back, I mean, how crazy does it sound to you that there were two MVP, two future MVPs and two future Hall of Famers on that lockout 1999 Mavs team when you and Steve first be, were teammates? Man, it's it's almost 25 years ago. Yeah, crazy. Crazy how the time has flown by. And also uh, crazy how that worked out. You know, I, you know me, I'm always a little negative. I'm shy. You know, it's my German uh, in me. And uh, so I, that first year, I just, I wasn't sure. Am I going to make it? I, I had doubts creeping in. Of course, there were games. You were there. There were games where I didn't play at all. I was, I was frustrated. I was, you know, I was, uh, it, I was basically questioning myself. Did, did I make the right decisions here? And, uh, to come over, or should I have stayed in Europe? Should I have gone to college? And I guess all that's normal when things don't really, um, you know, work out well or or work out as planned. And and then all we really did with Steve and I was say, hey, all we can do is 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 you know work hard, and and we'll 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 go from there. That's all you can do is control what you can control. Uh, we used to go back to the gym every night to the old Landry Center there. We didn't even have a our own practice facility. Uh, and just you know, played horse, played one on one, played shooting games, played uh, played with other guys three on three, and just you know, just uh, trying to work hard as hard as we can and get extra sessions in. And so we, you know, it wasn't really if 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 it didn't work out, then people can't say, well, you didn't work hard enough. So that's that's what we both didn't want. And so we just really busted our tails and and trying to get better and trying to make it. And then you know, I always mention. Uh, and you were there the the end of my first year when we were finally out of the playoffs. We were never really in it. I think we were like four or five games out of the playoffs at all times. But then when we were finally eliminated, Nelly came up to me and said, hey, listen, I'll, I'll start you again. We have whatever, 10 games left. Why don't you just, you know, get adjusted to the game and have some fun and really love playing. And and that stretch to me was, uh, was one of the biggest turnarounds in, in my career. And Steve obviously started playing well a little earlier, but 
for me that was that was a big turnaround uh, i got to i got to be comfortable i had one game i had like 28 and that kind of showed me hey if you actually work hard and and you have the skills to succeed and and obviously nelly will put you in positions with his uh with his mismatch style that uh, that even my body was a little underdeveloped yeah, i can be in a position to play well and and, and contribute and so that that meant that meant the world to me. That those last ten games of my of my first year that really changed everything. The one and only Dirk Nowitzki joining us here on the Saturday Steinline on ninety seven one The Freak, presented by Panini America. And you guys should know this show has now moved into its second month. Dirk volunteered to be the first guest in show history, our very first show. But I told him, no, I wanted to wait. I wanted to wait to do this right before his induction into the Hall of Fame. And we are doing this now one week before that mm-hmm. induction. Which I'm, I'm, you know, I can't say I'm as excited as you, but I'm, I'm pretty damn excited too. I, I just, I can't wait. I can't wait to see all, it's, it's not just you going in, but everyone you're going in with too. Like just, what, what do you think it's going to be like to be, you know, you're with all your rivals, pow, Tony, pop your buddy wade like to go in with all these guys too at the same time i mean unbelievable at times you know there there were times where where all of us didn't really get along great but i think that's that's part of part of competing at the highest level and and part of you know trying to win and and and, at all costs and so there were times where i didn't speak with pal much there were times where i didn't speak with Dwayne. uh tony and i were always pretty okay uh, but it's just that it's just funny how that works out. That now all of a sudden we're uh, we're all together in this class, and uh, we talked about it a little bit when we got in, um, introduced in uh, in the final four in Houston when they announced us. Um, we spent a couple of good days together there, and uh, it's just funny how that worked. And we I competed against Powell and Tony since we were I don't know 20, 19, 20 years old on national teams and. Um, so it was, it was super cool to be part of that crew, and you you know how much I respect Pop. I mean, uh, to me, he was uh, he's, he's probably one of the goats of coaching, and uh, the respect that uh, and all the stuff that he's done for me in my last game. And I mean, I, I can I can go on minutes uh, about the guy. So um, super super humble to be part of this uh, this amazing class. And like I said, we're gonna have some fun. We're going there. We, I think we have some. Uh, we're going golfing one day with the whole class, and uh, so it's it's going to be a fun uh, fun couple of days, and I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I got to ask you this one because I've got Mavs fans asking me all the time. Like, are we are we supposed to not? Are you and Dwayne Wade now buddies? Are you guys friends? Are, is that how we are supposed to refer to you you two? Uh, I think fr- friends. I mean, obviously, friends reach out to each other all the time. They talk all the time. I wouldn't say we're friends. I think there's a, a mutual sense of uh, obviously respect for for each other's career, and obviously we're cordial. Um, uh, we were sitting actually in Houston at that one dinner. We were sitting at the at the same table. Uh, our families sat together, and so there's just no there's no bad blood obviously anymore. Uh, people, have, we all moved on. Uh, things were said on both sides are done that neither neither side liked but you know that's like i said earlier that's part of competition at the highest level it's uh, there to me i'm i'm still old school there were really no friends at the at the highest level 
Um, I, I understand now it is a, everything is a little different in the league, but at the you know where I, when I came in, there were really no friendships at the highest level, and and so that's that's where that comes from. So are we friends? No, we don't text each other, but uh, I think where there's a lot of respect there, and uh, we're we're both happy to to go in the Hall of Fame together. I'm gonna have to do a poll among the audience how many how many listeners have moved on. That'll be a good. Uh... That'll be something good I, I throw out there. No, actually, you did a – it was in the recent past, a year maybe, a year ago, maybe more, maybe a little bit less, but you did a podcast with Tony Cruz and Felix Cruz, his brother, the, you know, both professional soccer players. Obviously, everyone knows Tony's still playing for Real Madrid, and you talked about – you were really candid with, with that, I'm guessing, in your own language and with fellow athletes. Maybe it was uh, easier, and you, you talked about how you said something to the effect that the last couple of years you were questioning were they worth it because you know you've you've had some some foot issues since playing and i think you said something along the lines of you could probably move better today had you retired earlier but w- with a little bit more time how do you feel about that part and how you know because you stayed 21 years but that gave you that also gave you an incredible record that may never be broken 21 years with one franchise how do you look at that now uh yeah sort of the same you know i I think it's normal to go back and and ask yourself questions and when you that's part of reflecting if you're done with something in life and then you kind of look back and reflect a little bit and then it's normal to ask questions hey what if uh, what if 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 i would have quit two years earlier would that have made a difference honestly it doesn't really matter i'm uh i'm super super proud of 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 having played 21 years for, for, for one franchise. Uh, nobody can ever take that away from me. And uh, of course the last years were, were a little tough. I mean, in my last season, I could barely, I didn't practice anymore. I missed the first 30 games. It took forever for me to somewhat play decent basketball. So those times were not, not necessarily fun. Um, but you know, um, like I said, it's, uh, it's part of, uh, of my career now and I'm, I'm proud of it. Played 21 years at, at an older age and trying to keep up with, you know, guys that were half, half your age. And so I'm, I'm proud that I made it this long. And, uh, of, of course, here and there, I have some, some ankle issues, but, um, I think that's just, you know, even if I would have quit after 19, uh, I would have still had some issues. Uh, it's just part of, part of sports. Our last few moments here on 97, one, the freak with the one and only Dirk Nowitzki one week away from his hall of fame induction. I asked Tyson Chandler this a couple of weeks ago when we had Tyson on the show, actually having a championship ring is it do you do you look at it? Do you just keep it away and and try not to think about it? Or how much on a how much on a daily basis can you feel, yes, I'm a champion? Because obviously in your case, I think, you know, you you heard for so long when you hadn't won. I mean, you were just reminded about it constantly constantly. So how much on a daily basis can you feel, yes, I actually have that ring? So I don't I don't look at the ring a lot. Uh, only when I really have new guests or whatever, and they come over and they want to see it. But it's usually in a safe place. So I don't see it myself much. Uh, maybe every couple of weeks, every couple of months. But I am reminded of the championship every day. I mean, I have I have a photo at home in in my little man cave where I obviously hoist the trophy and the whole team is behind me and. Um, I, we, I have the the banner somewhere around that uh, the the, the fa- uh, a remake of the banner with all the names on it. Uh, 
So I, I am reminded of it daily, uh, which is, of course, amazing. And it puts me a smile on my face every day. Um, but uh, the ring, I would say only every couple of weeks, every couple of months, uh, I look at it. So uh, actually, matter of fact, I haven't seen it now in, in months now since uh, we traveled a bunch. So when I get home, I might, I might have to lay eyes on it uh, before I come, uh, come to Springfield. Incredibly happy for you that you have that ring. Incredibly happy for you for what awaits this coming week. Huge week for you. You've got a restaurant opening at DFW, and then we all make our way to Springfield for this incredible ceremony. Still can't believe it's happening, but huge, hugely grateful to catch up with you today and, and have you on the show. And thank you, honestly, for, I mean, there's no thank yous I can say that are sufficient for the the 25 years that you've let me pester you, I actually been thinking about it, that September is going to be 25 years since I came to Wartburg for the first time, which is just uh, what happened to us, man. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for uh, for coming along on this journey. And, you know, at the beginning, we kind of, you know, we both started to talk soccer and we had a great bond there. And so I really appreciate you being part of this journey. And uh, it's been uh, it's been so much fun. So thanks. Thanks to you as well for uh, for being part. Dirk Nowitzki, everyone, the future Hall of Famer and future means only one week, a week from today. He will be eternally referred to as the Hall of Famer Dirk Nowitzki. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Boom shakalaka! Chris Haynes and Mark Stein! The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help. I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. How do you play? How do you work when you're not at your best? Coach Cal and I will share some wisdom from our time coaching, and we'll apply that wisdom to your off-court challenges. you got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.